podcast coming up with Brian about the Wet'suwet'en and other native tribes. Hello, this is Luna Lake. I am doing a podcast today about the natives and the situation in Canada where they are hashtagging on Twitter that they want to shut down Canada uh, because we are awful, evil people, settlers, the whiteies are, and colonialists and oppressive. And um, I would like to talk to Brian about it. Uh, he has his own opinion and he will talk, tell you right now. Well, one thing that, I mean, I, I'm an old geezer and, I, and I've lived a long time in Canada. Not all First Nations people obviously think this way. And, and I know a lot of them. I went to school with them. I went to school with hereditary chiefs, uh, Kerry Frank, who's the hereditary chief of the Comox Band. I timber cruised with First Nations people. You know, I saw all their grievances, and and basically they have the same grievances that everybody else have because we're, we're everybody. I mean, there's everybody has had bumps in the road. Like my philosophy is, life is a river and you bump into rocks. Now you can keep bumping into those rocks or you can flow around the rock and move on to the next, the next rock. Just to intercept because before I forget, I as a German definitely feel deprived of my cultural heritage as a result of the Nazis. And I'm sure that um, East Germans feel deprived of their cultural heritage as a result of the communists that ruled them for too many years. And I understand that uh, the deprivation of cultural heritage is a difficult um, subject, but on the other hand, I don't feel that it, it warrants shutting down Canada by any stretch of the imagination. See, that just proves my point. You can bump into the rocks in the river of life, or you can flow around the rocks, right? Because what Christine is saying is, I mean, is obviously you know, extremely debatable. I mean, how can you compare, you know, Germany to the First Nations people? I mean, you know, the Germans, you know, besides the Americans, are probably the most successful uh, people on the planet, you know? I mean, but it, it's interesting for me because, I, like I said, I've, I've, I've met all these people, and, but they did, they just... The bottom line with, with, with a lot of First Nations people is they, they just think differently than we do. And we, we think that they should think the way we do. Well, you know, they do and they don't. You know, they, they have a choice. Everybody, we live in a free society and everybody gets to choose. So, you know, you get to choose. You know, some people make the wrong choices and are dead on drug overdoses. Other people make the right choices and are you know, successful and get to travel all over the world and, you know, get to live in beautiful homes and do what they do. So, uh, you know, I think everybody has opportunities in life. There are very few Germans who complain about having been deprived of anything 
as a result of the Holocaust. And yet I think that the Germans were the first victims of Hitler and they should be more vocal about that. Instead, they accept all the blame and they soldier on and they have a stiffer upper lip even than the, than the Brits. And uh, they, are, they have never been the type of colonialists that the Brits were. And uh, now, as a German in a ex-British colony, I understand how damaging British colonialism was. And I understand the quetch of the natives about the British colonialists, but it has to end somewhere. Well, I, I, that's kind of a stretch for me because I don't quite buy that. I mean, it's, you know, we all have to, you know, forget the past, put the past behind us and move on into the future. And so, you know, the whole Nazi thing, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's like, it's a little bit overdone when you think about it. I mean, it's all Hollywood, right? Because, you know. It seems to me like every day five Nazi movies are made. That's right. You know, and there's a, there's a fascination about it. Um, so that's just, you know, that's the downside of being German. Anyway, talking about the uh, shutdown Canada situation, I am totally against it. I understand that only a fraction of the Wet'suwet'en are against the pipeline, and they are the ones that are blocking and, st and stopping Canada shutting down Canada and I am I don't want a government to have to negotiate with a fraction of people that would be like Germans negotiating with the Wader Meinhof. Well it's interesting because you know we have uh, a First Nations couple living here um, you know we rented one of our buildings out to them And they have no idea what's going on. They have never mentioned it. It's not an issue for them. Um, I think the vast majority of people, you know, it's like everything else. People who are impacted by things becomes an issue for them, right? People who are impacted by things don't even realize that they are impacted by things. It's that bad. Yeah, well, when there, there's, you know, when... When global warming, you know, when or a hurricane or an earthquake, you know, some something cataclysmic or something, um, an economic thing impacts upon them, or you know, the smart people deal with the it. the way we say it in Germany, it would be the a sack of rice is falling over in China, and people get impacted. It's a joke, but at the same time, there is truth to it. Well, yeah, it's it's a global village, and we're all impacted by what happens in China, you know, to a certain extent. But you know, I'm, I mean, to me, ignorance is bliss. I mean, I'm living in Vancouver Island. Um, life is good here. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to concern myself. Why? I'm a grain of sand on the beach. Why am I going to sweat over what happens in, you know? That said, though, I believe that we are all tapped into the collective psyche and we can't avoid it and we might as well acknowledge it. And we have to 
make at least a small effort, and Brian is doing that by being very optimistic all the time, in uplifting the collective psyche every day. Well, yeah, it's exactly it. Is the cup half full or half empty? To me, the, the cup is half full. And, uh, yeah, I'm just... Um, I, think, I think this whole coronavirus thing, people are driven by fear. You know, look at the stock market. I mean, everybody's freaked out. And, uh, but a year from now, two years from now, it'll be something else. The stock market uh, drop today is a direct result of China not being able to fulfill the supply chains of many products because they had shut down their factories. It was very obvious because the skies over China were suddenly not polluted anymore. So we know that there are pieces missing in our supply chains for everything from iPhones to routers to modems to all the things that we need in our everyday bare necessities life. And um, this is why the stock market is down, because those items are not available and there is a shortage and it is damaging and companies cannot produce yeah but it's a bump in the road I mean it's not a big deal but you know people want to buy into the fear and paranoia you know but then that's what they do you know and um, so at the same time I noticed that um, the residential school back uh, re reparation payments uh, the Canadian government had initiated stopped in 2017 and I feel that the First Nations are running out of money and that is a reason why many of them signed up for the pipeline and why the Wet'suwet'en chiefs are now protesting because they realize that they have no more a strong pressure on the government to get extra money and they are running out. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing, you know, about government. I mean, we need, you know, everybody wants the government to pay. And uh, so, you know, the government has to, that's their job, is to look at everything and um, decide who gets money and who doesn't. And... Uh, you know, I think the First Nations people are just torn a, a page out of the, the Quebec game plan. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, you know, and, uh, you know, and we will do anything to keep the country together. But, you know, the, na the First Nations people are a small part of the whole thing. You know, Quebec is a province. There's millions and millions of people living there. Whereas the, the, the First Nations are scattered across the country, you know, they just don't have the political clout. And they, you know, eventually this whole thing will get resolved, you know, and, uh, and if they want to hurt the Canadian economy, they're just going to put a lot of people out of work. They're not going to, they're not helping their cause at all. They're just, you know, people are going to go, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a backlash, just like with the Me Too movement. And it's interesting that uh, three females were kicked off of the hereditary chief board at the Wet'suwet'en um, because they were for the pipeline. And I call that a hereditary Me Too 
title is due to these women. I'm going to end the podcast here because I don't want that such a long podcast. It's already too long. And um, I think you guys have gotten the vague gist of where the conversation could be going. And um, hope you enjoyed it. This is Luna Lake and I'm signing off.